finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. It is Monday, August 15th. A big day, a big day in United States history. The anniversary, the one-year anniversary of the worst foreign policy disaster in modern American history. The worst decision made by Joe Biden in his year and a half, uh, in his disastrous year and a half. Although we do have the Boston Globe story. Boston Globe says Joe Biden is a superhero. He has turned things around because he has signed legislation to cool the planet. We have some details on that. Of course, we know what they did. We know the Inflation Reduction Act doubles the size of the IRS, raises taxes on everyone. But at least Mother Nature isn't angry with us anymore. We have the most ridiculous comment quote from Nancy Pelosi explaining why they had to pass, why they had to piss away another $740 billion. You might think kids are getting fat. Kids are out of shape. Kids are even obese in the United States. Well, now we know why. Nate Burleson on CBS explained why there are so many fat kids out there. You'll never guess. Climate change. Yes, climate change is making kids fat. Uh, they're shooting. They're shooting kids in Chicago. It's one of the most violent weekends in Chicago ever. And not just shootings, hit and runs. And uh, nobody seems to be talking about it. Everybody's talking, at least on most of the uh, mainstream media outlets, about violent right-wing extremists. I'm just going to say, at least 45 kids, people, mostly kids, shot in Chicago. Not one right-wing extremist. Not one by Alec Baldwin either. But we do know Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger. Big news. Big news. We learned definitively that Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger, killed his co-worker, and uh, lied. Said, oh, no, my finger wasn't on the trigger. Yes, it was. Maybe, finally, Alec Baldwin will get arrested for murder, I doubt it. I doubt it. But uh, Ed Markey's in uh, in Taiwan, and nobody cares because it's Ed Markey. And Boston's Children's Hospital made some news uh, over the weekend or last week. They announced they announced that yes, they are uh, performing uh, sex change operations on children, and they're uh, drawing some attention. We may see we may see some action from uh, a group that wants to. Uh, Bring this to everyone's attention and maybe a little rally outside Boston Children's Hospital. We will see. We'll get into that and a lot more on today's Callahan show brought to you by my pillow. We love my pillow. Just go to mypillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard my pillow, which is normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. My pillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now and you can support this show. Because like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from my pillow, not only are you helping out us, but you're joining in the fight against the cancel culture crowd. My pillow isn't in big box stores for obvious reasons, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from mypillow.com using code word Jerry. You get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, half off slippers, six piece towel sets, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. That's mypillow.com, promo code Jerry. All right, I know I talk about this all the time, but it drives me nuts. We have a Speaker of the House, the third in line for the presidency, perhaps the most powerful woman in the world. And she was leading the charge to spend another $740 billion money we don't have in the middle of a recession to double the size of the IRS, to raise taxes on everyone, to give tax breaks to wealthy people who buy electric cars and all kinds of other goodies. They take care of their own. We know that. 
It is, I just read it. I just read, well, the summary of the Inflation Reduction Act, which, by the way, nobody thinks is going to reduce inflation. Nobody. Uh, but I, I don't like being talked to, talked down to, treated like a child. And that's what these people do. And by these people, I mean <clears throat> the climate change alarmists. And it's one thing if it's just some nut saying you can't use a plastic straw or a plastic bag and you go to the grocery store and they say, no, you can't use a plastic bag. That's one thing. That's annoying. But I'll tell you what's much, much more annoying. When an elected leader blows $740 billion and then tells you we had to do it because Mother Nature's angry. And, and now, now that we did it, Mother Nature, she's happy. Now you tell me what's the difference in this and you know you like the ancient ancient uh, Indian tribes or Aztecs you know making human sacrifices to the weather gods what's different how is this different than someone saying they're going to do a rain dance because we have a drought some ancient you know tribe of whatever Indians doing rain dances just absolute voodoo nonsense and I understand she's she's a liar she's a she's a charlatan she'll do whatever it takes to uh, to get her agenda passed but how does any grown up any adult i don't care if you're the craziest left wing climate nut out there how do you how, how do you like being treated like a child a, an elected leader telling you mother nature is angry with us mother nature's angry with whom with her is not angry at me what did i do I drove a, 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 a car with a combustible, you know, engine. I use, I use gasoline. You know, I use, I, I use air conditioning. So mother nature's mad at me. How, how does anyone not laugh at this fool's laugh in her face? This drives me nuts. You want to piss away 740 billion. You just say, you know, it's uh, we're going to raise, raise taxes on the rich or we need to subsidize our friends in the uh, solar panel industry or something at least tangible. To me, it's an insult and everybody should be insulted. And it's just the opposite. Everyone, we, every elected official in Massachusetts supports this. Every liberal, every Democrat in, in the Senate, in the House voted for it. Everyone in the Biden administration is for this. Uh, this big boondoggle, this big waste of, of, of $740 billion. Just do it. Just, just waste my money. You know, don't... Don't piss on me and tell me Mother Nature's mad at you. So you have to do this so she'll be happy. And not only does she say that, and I'll get to the sound in one second. She says, how could anybody be against this? We're trying to make Mother Nature. How could you be against Mother Nature? How could you be against throwing a virgin into the volcano to make the weather gods happy? How could you be against that? I don't understand. How could you be against doing a rain dance to make the drought end? Cause you know, it's going to rain. Eventually the climate is going to change. The weather's going to change. And if we just make mother nature happy, uh, I'll just do the numbers one more time before we get to this, this ridiculous comment from Pelosi. We are, what was it? Four point, 2% of the world's population, 6% of the world's carbon emissions are from the United States. We are going to cripple industries, raise taxes, double the size of the IRS, uh, double the, the regulations. Um, and um, China and Russia and India and Africa are going to do none of the above. They're going to laugh at us. Can you imagine someone in China, some elected, know, like some leader in the Chinese Communist Party saying, we have to, uh, we all have to drive electric cars. We have to stop uh, these uh, making, uh, building coal-fired power plants. We have to stop using air conditioning. We have to stop eating meat. We have to start eating impossible burgers and, and bugs because Mother Nature's ha uh, angry. Can you imagine a Chinese leader, a Russian leader, a, India, a leader in India even saying something so silly? It's just so absurd and so insulting, and it drives me crazy that other people don't see it, that other people aren't as insulted as, as I am about this. Why? How is she not the laughingstock of the world after this ridiculous comment? And by the way, if you're watching along with us on Locals, watch the people behind her. Watch like Jamie Raskin, that sleazeball right there behind her. They're so giddy. They're so giddy that they're fleecing tax, that they're raising taxes on working class people, on, on, on middle class people, on small businesses, 
to pay for these 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 climate change fantasies and and they're and they're thrilled they're thrilled they're doubling the size of the IRS they're going to audit all kinds of people working class people middle class people small businesses they're going to squeeze the little people the working people for the money to pay for these silly climate change uh, measures and they're thrilled they're just thrilled with it but Enough from me. Let's listen to this awful woman talk about why we have to spend all this money. Go ahead. How can they vote against the planet? Mother Earth. Mother Earth gets angry from time to time. And uh, this legislation will help us address all of that. Uh, Mother Nature gets angry from time to time. So... I guess we're in a drought period, so that means climate change. Although in Kentucky, you have floods, so that means climate change. And then it'll be cold in the winter, that means climate change. And then there'll be wildfires like there have been for for centuries, and that means climate change. Oh, hurricanes. Haven't had one lately. We used to have a lot more hurricanes. We don't have as many. But when we do have a hurricane, that means Mother Nature is angry with us. That means we must waste billions and billions and billions in the middle of a recession because mother nature's angry. What if she said, what if it was a, what if it was a conservative work with me on this And a conservative says we must, we must end abortion because uh, God is angry with us. God is angry. We've uh, 63 million babies have been aborted since Roe v. Wade and God is really angry. So we must stop this to make God happy. Now, I realize they probably say that in church, probably could have heard that in church over the weekend. But if he, if, if Mitch McConnell said that or Kevin McCarthy said that, we have to pass this legislation because right now God is angry and we must make God happy. People go nuts. People say, you know, you're, 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 don't be foisting your religion on us. Don't be legislating based on the Bible. But you can say Mother Nature is angry, which is so silly. I mean, yes, Mother Nature's angry. That's why it's hot out today in August, because Mother Nature's angry. Oh, I just can't stomach it. But I guess I'm in the in the minority on this one. I guess I'm outnumbered by people in the climate cult who buy into this ridiculous notion that if we just spend the money and you know cut back on our small sliver of the carbon emissions in the world. It's going to change something in the world. I, I tweet about this all the time, and invariably I get a few responses saying, hey, at least we're doing something. What do you want to do? Nothing? You know what my answer to that is? Yes, I want to do nothing in that bill. Nothing. I don't want to raise taxes. I don't want to double the size of the IRS. I don't want to, I don't want to arm the IRS to come after working people and small businesses and squeeze them because they don't have the lawyers and the accountants that the rich people have. Squeeze them for money that you can turn around and piss away on uh, all these uh, green energy uh, fantasies and make Mother Nature and uh, and AOC and Ed Markey happy. If Ed Markey and AOC and Liz Warren and, and Nancy Pelosi are happy, then that means working people are getting screwed. Hardworking small business people are getting screwed. And that's what this is all about. It's it's just madness. And, and speaking of madness, because... I, I realize, I realize these, these people trigger me. I understand, but, but I can't take it anymore. Nate Burleson, former NFL player, and just a guy who keeps getting jobs. Somebody decided he was good on TV. I don't see it. And he's just a typical, you know, airhead liberal who reads the teleprompter. We had this at the end of last week, kind of went under the radar because it's, it's on whatever, it's on CBS Mornings. Is that what he's on? CBS Morning Show? Yeah, he's got, uh, he's got a like, CBS Morning Show, yeah. He's got like 17 jobs and he's on, he's on there with Boomer Esiason and, and Bill Cowher. He's on all kinds of uh, football shows, but he's also, he's like the next Michael Strahan. They're trying to elevate him, make him a star. I guess he looks good, dresses good, like the glasses. He probably reads the teleprompter well, uh, but he does a piece. And, and tell me if any, tell me this isn't just, just comedy. This is comedy. So, he reads something is obviously it's not his, but he reads it like it's real. There's a study, a study that finds American kids are getting fat. I don't know. I don't think we actually need a study. You need like two eyes to see that American kids are getting fat. And I got some ideas on this. I got some thoughts. Let's see. It was 
over two years ago, more, more than two years ago, it's two and a half years ago that people listen to quacks like Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks and the CDC and, you know, TV doctors, these experts who said, you know what we got to do because of this virus, which affects old people and obese people and immunocompromised people. We need to shut down schools. All right. Not, not good enough. We need to shut down schools, lock up playgrounds, fill in skate parks with sand or put big fences around them. Like they did at the one near my house. They put big fence around it. And then the kids jumped the fence with their skateboards. So they came back a couple of days later, put a taller fence around it just because they didn't want the kids skateboarding. Uh, what else they do? Oh, they took down the rims at the basketball courts. I saw it. There's a basketball court right near me. I'd walk and jog by it all the time. They took down the rims so kids couldn't play basketball. That's more practical because when they, with my basketball hoops in my town, they zip tied the net together and put a two oh, by a two by four across. The I rim. saw that. I saw some of those too, right? They put a thing over the rim to, to deter you from playing basketball. Uh, what else? Oh, I know they canceled sports, no sports, no, no kids. You couldn't play soccer. You couldn't play ice hockey. You know, you couldn't play football. No, no high school sports, no youth sports. What could you do? Well, what did they want you to do? They wanted you to stay home. Kids stay home. There's plenty of things on TV, play with the computer. You couldn't see your friends. No, 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 no play dates. If you're a little kid, and you normally go run around the yard with your friend. No, you can't do that because of a virus that kills like 90 year old people and really obese people. They crushed a generation of children. They, 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 they hurt their progress in school and sports. They, they gave them no choice, but to stay home, watch TV, play with the phone, play with the computer and eat. They shut down gyms, gyms, were against the law. Even in, you know, even rhinos like Charlie Baker fell in line, shut down gyms, put gyms, put people, hardworking people whose job it was to get you in shape and give you a place to go work out. No, no, no. They shut them down, padlocked them. So what could you do? What could you do? Hell, you went for a, a walk or a jog. They had a curfew. Can't do that at night. No, can't do that. And if you did, you better wear a mask. So people stopped jogging they're not going to jog with masks and they're not going to you know break curfew so they stayed home kids stayed home what they do eat they ate mcdonald's was still open hell you know dunkin donuts was still open you you want to get a jumbo size something costco walmart they're open you could sit home and eat and watch tv and play with the computer that was two and a half years ago and lo and behold what do we got now we got a bunch of fat kids a bunch of fatsos, and it's not entirely their fault. I would blame our, uh, I'd blame the Trump, Trump blame Trump. First of all, he didn't fire Fauci. He listened to him like an idiot. And then of course, Biden came in on, you know, Fauci got Biden elected. So Biden continues to listen to whatever that quack says. <clears throat> Kids got fat. They got out of shape. They got unhealthy. And do you say, well, hopefully we're done with this insanity of listening to these COVID crazies and hurting children. You know, we're, you know, they're not going to, most, most places aren't going to mask them up. They're not going to cancel school, even if there's a flare up of the latest midterm variant. That's one thing. That's one thing. I, I, I understand. These are, these are bad people that crush these children and, and allegedly to help really, really, really old people. So, uh, these are the consequences, but now we find out it wasn't the COVID measures. It wasn't the fact that kids are glued to their computers and their phones. It wasn't the fact that they couldn't play basketball or couldn't play sports, organized sports, or couldn't go to school and go to gym class. No, no, it was any, any guesses. Any, we get the comment line open here. Any guesses why we have all these fat kids in America, any guesses, this, this is, I, I, I gotta, I gotta get over this. I gotta get over this voodoo bullshit that we're living through. You guessed it. It's climate change. Climate change is why we have a bunch, millions and millions of obese kids in America today. All right. If you don't watch this clip of this, this fool, Nate Burleson and laugh, then you're doing it wrong. 
you're doing it wrong. If you think, gee, maybe it is because we have uh, carbon emissions from too many SUVs and too much air conditioning and too much meat, and it's making things warmer, and that means kids don't go out and play. That means they stay home and get fat. Maybe it's not those lockdowns. Maybe it's not all the unhealth. Yeah, we got guesses. You're right. Climb. How'd you guess? Maybe it's the fact that it's, 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 maybe it's climate. Maybe it's the fact that the world's getting warmer. First of all, there's a flaw in this before we get to Nate. If the planet's getting warmer, as I recall as a kid, when it was warm, you went out a lot more to play than when it was cold. You know, when it's cold, that's when you were forced to stay in. I mean, maybe you went out and played in the snow for an hour or, or maybe you skated on the pond. But when it was warm, even if it was really warm as a kid, you were outside. Hell, you went in the swimming pool. You jumped in the lake. Hell, you, you played whatever, street hockey, and you, and you sweated. How the hell, even if there is climate change, how the hell is climate change the reason we have fat kids? It's just, it's just, just so stupid. You never but, played pickup baseball games in January. Do you, do you ever remember playing a pickup baseball game or whatever, a street hockey game, basketball in the driveway or in the schoolyard and saying, Oh no, it's too hot. First of all, I didn't have air conditioning as a kid. We never stayed in. No. Secondly, you're going to say, Oh no, it's 90 today. So I'll see you guys. I'm going to go home and eat chocolate chip cookies and, and watch cartoons. That's what you did when it was too cold. Not when it was too, I think climate change, that's the answer to our problem. That's going to mean fewer fat kids. That means kids will go outside, you know, earlier in the spring and later in the fall, they'll go outside and play. So I think if CBS was going to be honest, it'd say, hey, climate change, not all bad, not all bad. For Why don't we ever talk about the upside to climate change? Hell, we live in New England. Does that mean we're going to have longer summers, longer springs, better weather? Because if that's true, Very I'm good. sorry if that's a, I'm sorry if that's going to hurt the ski industry. Because you know I I, I don't want to hurt them, but isn't it going to help the you know the summer, the the, the sports that you can play, the beach season, the golf season? Isn't that going to help? I mean, isn't that logical? Or am I being a heretic here? I'm questioning the climate cult. I'm questioning the the, the religion of climate change, which is which is when the planet gets angry at us and little kids get fat all right shut up jerry let's get to nate burles and this fool god go ahead tell us why we got all these fat kids nate a new study showing how climate change specifically higher temperatures is making our children uh, more inactive and more obese the study published in a journal temperature found today's children are 30 percent less aerobically fit than their parents were at their age fewer children are reaching the world health organization's recommendation of 60 minutes of exercise a day now listen it has been a lot hotter hotter and the weather has been crazy but i think it also has to do with technology you know yeah it's, it, it's one thing not to go outside <laughs> but these kids don't go outside because they can stay inside <laughs> be on their phones play video games and be social without having to go outside and be social yeah i think uh video uh, games and all that stuff has more to do with it than the weather I think I think I was wrong. I said he's good at reading a teleprompter. <laughs> he's not that good at reading a teleprompter, but even, I, I'll give him credit, even though he stumbled there. I'll give him credit because he doesn't believe that. He's reading it. He's going, oh, okay, yeah, climate change. Yeah, climate change. He's probably looking at his producer again. Are we really doing this? The Journal of Temperature says we have fat kids because uh, because we, we uh, the words go that way. Honestly. Well, think of that. It doesn't make any sense. The world's getting warmer, so we have kids are fatter. Well, they're just going to make up everything. It's going to be climate change. Every problem we have, and you know what the answer is? It's a simple answer. Give Democrats, give bureaucrats more money, and then we could solve the, the, we can, I'm sorry, I used the wrong term. We can tackle the climate crisis. That's what we have to do tackle the climate crisis, which is so silly. There's no climate crisis. And even if there were, you could spend trillions and bazillions and they're not going to tell it. I'm looking for this. Uh, uh, you know who you're dealing with. There is no heretics allowed. There are no apostates in the climate cult. You can't, you know, get a job 
in uh, in the media. You can't be Nate Burleson. You can't be a weather person or even a you know news person uh, if you're uh, not a complete. If you don't buy in completely to the climate cult, I'm looking for this uh, as as proof. We got the uh, CNN has a guy. I think he's his title is like climate correspondent. Bill Ware W E. E-I-R, I think it is Bill Ware. And that's his job uh, to be, to scream that we're all going to die if we don't, whatever, do everything, do everything uh, AOC says. Did you kind of, isn't the first clue that we're on the wrong path when you're doing everything AOC says? AOC and Ed Markey could be the two dumbest people in Washington. And if we just listen to them, if we just listen to them, we can claw, solve the climate crisis. Uh, anytime the answer is listen to Ed, then uh, you're going down the wrong road here. By the way, Ed, Ed is in, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because nobody did, but Ed is in uh, Taiwan and nobody cares. Not even the Chinese care. Nobody cares. It was a big deal when Nancy Pelosi went. I'm not even sure who's with him, but. I just laughed out loud. Ed Markey's posing for pictures in uh, Taiwan with his mask on, of course. And he, um, uh, did I send you this uh, tweet from Bill Ware? No, I'll find it though. I got it here. I got it here. Uh, it just, it, it, it made me laugh. This is a news correspondent. Let me get his, well, I don't know what his title is. It's, it's CNN something. CNN is, is hashtag is Bill Ware CNN. And here's what he wrote after the Democrats passed his boondoggle to make Mother Nature happy. He wrote, not a single Republican in either chamber voted for the first piece of ambitious climate legislation in U.S. history. Best case, they let their opponents become the party of Industrial Revolution 2.0. Worst case, their obstruction hastens the end of a livable earth. This is a news person allege. The Republicans who opposed... There it is. Probably to opposed doubling the size of the IRS, arming the IRS also, and raising taxes on everybody. You're if you're against that, that means you hasten the end of a livable earth. This is a this guy works for CNN. He's on TV all the time talking about, and he thinks because a few politicians in one relatively you know one one country. Uh, 4% of the population of the earth because one party was against the bill that you will hasten the end of a livable earth. How people, how does anyone stand a chance when this is your media, when this is where you're getting your information? I mean, not me, not most people, but some people, they watch CNN, they listen to this fool and they say, Oh wow. Uh, my, my Congressman was against doubling the size of IRS. We, we don't have much time left on the livable earth. Just so silly. Why, 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 why don't they laugh? Why don't we all laugh? Oh, by the way, he deleted it. This tweet has been deleted because hopefully somebody pointed out what a ridiculous notion the whole idea was. Oh, you're going to end my time on a livable earth. Uh, but so when you see all those fat kids out there today waddling around, waiting in line at the uh, ice cream store, or, uh, or McDonald's or Burger King or see them in line at the, at the buffet at the Golden Corral. Just know it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's climate change. So, uh, you know what? You're young. You're young, Ironhead. And you're a little, you could lose a few pounds. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's climate change. It's air conditioning and like VR headsets. Yeah. Air conditioning. Imagine, I mean, I, New England's one thing. Imagine living in Texas or Mississippi or Arizona and having politicians tell you that we can't afford the luxury of air conditioning, which, by the way, was an amazing innovation. A hundred years ago, there was like no production down south in the summer. You couldn't, there, there was no factories in Florida and Louisiana that produced anything. They, they would send people home. It'd be too, too hot. The, the advent of air conditioning changed, you know, the, the uh, economy because suddenly you could be productive in these extremely hot places. And there are people who think, you know, we shouldn't be using air conditioning because mother nature doesn't like it. And then you have people who want to end farming like Bill Gates. They want to end farming as we know it. That's what's happened in Norway. That's what's happened in 
um, countries, Sri Lanka, countries in Africa, where they want to eliminate, I saw this number. Uh, if we eliminate synthetic fertilizer, I should have written it down. It was uh, over the weekend. We have enough agriculture to feed 8 billion people right now. You know, the whole world. If we eliminate synthetic um, fertilizer, we have enough farming to feed 3 billion people. So, I mean, and there are, believe me, these climate nuts, they're all for it. We'll just bump off, kill off, I don't know, 5 billion people. But Mother Nature won't be so angry at us. So uh, we, we might have to consider that. We might have to consider eliminating, you know, half the planet's population. And you think they'll be on, uh, the people we eliminate will be on Nantucket? Or you think they'll be on uh, Long Island or Aspen or San Francisco? Or do you think they'll be in Sri Lanka? Or, or, or Sierra Leone, or it's just, I mean, these people are tyrants. They're, 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 they're genocidal maniacs. Let's eliminate farming and synthetic fertilizer, which feeds the world. God. Anyway, that's my climate rant for the day. Let's, uh, let me do Shay and then we'll get to a lot more here. It's a big anniversary. We, we uh, pulled out of Kabul one year ago today and the results were disastrous and the Carnage continues. We have the saddest story you will hear all day, I promise you. And we have an extremely violent weekend in Chicago. And as far as we know, no white supremacists, no no mega, ultra mega guys. Although you never know, Jesse Smollett might have been mugged again. I was going to say, in, uh, pray for anyone in, with a Subway sandwich. <laughs> in, in Chicago. And Alec Baldwin, you're not going to believe this. Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger. Who knew? Man, the things we're learning this Monday morning. Shea Concrete, you know what they can do for you. you know, this summer, you got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look, and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance, and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, we got a lot to get to. Let's, let's get to it. This is uh, the anniversary of August 15th. One year ago today, Joe Biden made the worst decision in American foreign policy history. He pulled out of uh, Kabul, uh, pulled out of Afghanistan. The choppers were leaving. You could see from the embassy, uh, it's uh, what you'd expect. Uh, chaos ensued. He lied. Well, <laughs> I guess, I guess, well, I mean, he lied. This is what he does. But they said the Kabul, I mean, the uh, Afghan government would hold for at least, you know, a few months until uh, we got everyone out. I think the Afghan government held for like an hour and a half and then Taliban resumed control of the country. They had a parade. I think it's today, like earlier today, a big parade in Kabul celebrating their victory over the great Satan. It was insane. We uh, gave them the the our base, which included eighty five billion. That's that's almost as much as they're going to spend on on armed IRS auditors. Eighty five billion in advance U.S. weaponry was handed to our enemy after a twenty year war. We surrendered to the Taliban. A few days later, we'll celebrate that. We'll we'll acknowledge that anniversary in a couple of days. 13 brave servicemen and women were murdered outside the Kabul airport when Joe Biden left them vulnerable when these incompetent hacks, Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin, uh, implemented this insane plan to give them our base and and move our center of operations to the airport in downtown Kabul. So the poor grunts on the front line were out there. They were exposed and they were murdered. And 
today or uh well we got we got one of the damn saddest stories you'll ever read but i think it's tells you you know obviously joe biden didn't give a damn he never as far as i know he's never even talked about it he's never been i don't know if he's been asked i'm sure he's been asked like questions shouted at him by peter Ducey, but he's never talked about it. he's never apologized for getting these 13 people young people kids I think it was, we went over it when it happened. I think five of them have never, were never, never drank legally. We're not 21 dead, killed by some suicide bomber when Joe Biden left them exposed. But this, uh, this is stories from yesterday. God damn it is sad. The brother of a U.S. Marine, this is from Daily, Daily Wire. The brother of a U.S. Marine who died during last year's military withdrawal from Afghanistan committed suicide during his siblings' recent memorial service. Dakota Halverson died on August 9th. He was the older brother of Lance Corporal Kareem Niku from Norco, California. Kareem was 20 when he and 12 other military members were killed by a suicide bomber on August 26th. The older brother of one of the 13K killed himself at his little brother's memorial. Representative Mike Walls of Florida tweeted, please pray for his family. There must be accountability for this continued carnage. There's no accountability. How absurd. Uh, you probably saw his mother, their mother, Shanna Chappelle. She was on, she made some appearances. She was on TV. Obviously she was angry that her son was left to die by, by the Biden regime. Uh, but she talked about, um, about her, both her sons, and it's just brutal. It's just the saddest damn thing. Um, this is, yes, I would love if somehow my president, <laughs> uh, you, Mr. Trump, she tweeted back on, she put a post on Facebook, could be present as I lay my beautiful baby boy, Lance Corporal Kareem, to rest. Uh, so she, was angry at Biden and she supported Trump. So no, but she'll get no, there'll be no coverage of this. There'll be no attention paid to this. Uh, he really loved the Marine Corps. Niku's father said he was devoted. He was going to make a career out of this. There was no hesitation for him to be called to duty. This is the kind of people, the kind of kids who died that day. Kids who volunteered, who served, who want to be Marines. As they grew up, they were kids. They were 20 years old. And they were left to die. And Joe Biden didn't miss a beat, didn't miss a weekend at the beach. Didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. In retaliation for this. I'm sorry. I said he didn't even acknowledge this. He acknowledged this. And he turned around and he nuked a family of 10, killed seven children. That's I got my list of like it's up to like 15 things that are impeachable for Joe Biden. That's number one on the list. Getting these 13 heroes killed and then vaporizing seven children in retaliation and never being held accountable, never even being asked about it. God, that is obscene. What does he talk about first? Those kids he killed or his uh, granddaughter? Hmm. You know what the answer to that is? He will neither, he'll never acknowledge either of them. I can't stand looking at him with his other grandchildren, knowing that he denies the existence of the youngest grandchild, little Navy Roberts from Arkansas. And I don't know if you're, Probably don't want to look at this if you had breakfast, just had breakfast, but there are pictures. I don't know who got them, but there, I'm just looking at them now. Uh, uh, Hunter on the beach in South Carolina, you know, he's vacationing with dad. And, and I mean, he's probably, he was probably doing lines in the bathroom and air force one and, you know, smoke and crack and, and Marine one. And uh, he's on the beach with his newest wife. She'll be dumping him soon, I'm sure. But hugging and like making out on the beach and someone took pictures and it's like sickening as Trump gets raided. And by the way, don't want to spend, we spent a lot of time on the raid last week. We still not sure what they got. It better be big. It better be big. It better be a, you know, a severed head of one of his political enemies or better be proof that the nuclear code and, and, you know, you know, he was getting ready to sell it to Saudi Arabia. It better be big. If it is just the things that, that he had didn't return to the national archives on time, there has to be hell to pay. And, and there will be, it'll be a huge issue. This is disgusting. What's what's happening in our country right now. Hunter Biden is with the president, a guy we know has committed multiple felonies on video 
I mean, there's a video where he's weighing his crack. Remember we played it a couple of weeks ago. He's weighing yeah. it on the scale. He's naked. He's with a hooker, probably underage from Russia. So he's actively human involved in human trafficking. Probably. I mean, allegedly, I'm not sure, but I'm just going to guess if you investigated, you find out that those girls weren't all, you know, just happen to be, you know, girlfriends of his or friends of his here legally. But anyway, he's Wayne crack with a hooker. He's naked. He has a gun in his hand and his finger on the trigger. How many laws did he break that day? Well, he's also <laughs> reading the scale wrong too. Don't forget that. That's part. right. He read the scale. I don't know. He was upset that he, he didn't get enough crack in his latest deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had the video of him in rehab, smoking crack, drinking a white claw naked. That's, uh, I don't know how many felonies that is, but that's, that's crime. Those are crimes. We got the laptops. We got proof that he's selling influence to his father all over the world to our worst adversaries. I can't, he, I can't he wait. He's partying on the beach yeah. with the president <laughs> as they rifle through Melania's friggin' underwear draw. It's just madness. I can't wait to see the, uh, the video of Joe Biden smoking meth in a sensory deprivation tank with Hunter and he's, he's yeah. bonding. I mean, I mean, we got we got proof that Joe, you know, we we had it last week that Joe Biden, he's the head of the crime family, and he gets ten percent to the big guy. And Hunter paid all his bills, all these mansions they own. He pays the taxes. He pays the the landscaper. That's the deal. If you read Laptop from Hell, it's a great read. You know it. It's all there. This is not doesn't take a lot of investigation. doesn't take, you know, a bunch of, uh, of your best men, Merrick Garland. All, they handed you the laptop. You didn't want it <laughs> and you didn't take it, but eventually you got hold of it two years ago. On it is proof of hundreds of felonies committed by the guy partying with the president. And you're busy going through, uh, going through Mar-a-Lago looking for overdue library books, but We'll find out. Maybe, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe it'll be serious, serious stuff and, and they'll indict him and uh, arrest him and try him before a DC jury, which would be a, a slam dunk and convict him before the uh, 2024 election. And if that happens, God bless him, you know, say hello to president DeSantis, but all right, we got to move. We got to move uh, before we get to Alec Baldwin. I wanted to do this story. Uh, because oh, I never got to the. I got to get to the globe too. I got to get to the globe. The funniest thing you'll, you know, funniest thing, you would read all weekend if you read it. Uh, but I, I just was looking at this this morning because we got this video of a hit and run in Chicago. It's pretty wild. I think like two guys died uh, uh, in this hit and run, and there's more injuries. But I was watching as I do most mornings, flipping around and on. MSNBC, they were, had experts on right-wing violence and experts there. They're baiting, they're praying, they're hoping that the MAGA crowd responds with violence. Uh, so far, so good. They haven't got their wish. You know, they're, they're praying that this turns violent and somebody, some MAGA supporter takes a shot at some FBI guy or Merrick Garland or something. That's what they're hoping for. But it hasn't happened yet, and they're still just talking about, oh, they got experts on right-wing violence. We talked about that clown Dana Milbank the other day, that that clown from Washington Post saying he's expected most of violence in this country is uh, committed by right-wingers and right-wing nationalists, which is absurd. But, you know, that's how it works. And mainstream media, you blame everything on the MAGA crowd, and they have you on every day to do it. So, so I'm looking at this. We looked at this... Uh, um, hit and run video. Uh, you want to play it now? Go ahead. If you're watching along, it's pretty graphic. Boom. I don't think those two fellas, uh, made it down for breakfast. Uh, it's, it's awful. He avoided the driver avoided some other people and then went right at them and took off, killed those two guys. And so I said, what, what else happened in Chicago over the weekend? This is from, uh, ABC seven in Chicago. At least 44 people have been shot, eight fatally since Friday evening across Chicago. This is uh, this morning, so it's probably going to go up. This, whoa, this was seven minutes ago, so this was the weekend in Chicago. And they do a rundown. And this just amazes me. There's nobody who's going to do this story, like put it in the headlines. You've got to look for it. There's nobody, no BLM 
organized march in Chicago. I'm pretty sure that stands for, is it Bill by large mansions or is it black lives matter? I don't know one of them. And, uh, Black Lives Matter, nowhere to be found. You know, with the all the mainstream media, the Sunday, the Sunday morning shows, probably none of them mentioned it. The 44 people, they do a quick rundown. Stop me when they get to a grown-up. Ready? A 14-year-old boy was critically wounded in a drive-by shooting Sunday night in Hyde Park. Uh, at 8.30, he was standing outside uh, South University Ave when someone in a vehicle driving by fired shots. The boy was shot in the groin transported. He's in critical conditions, no arrests. A 16 year old boy was fatally shot Sunday afternoon in the golden gate neighborhood blocks away where another teen was shot 45 minutes earlier. The 16 year old was near a sidewalk at 4 PM on a Sunday. He was taken to the university hospital where he died. No one is no arrests have been made. Detectives are investigating 45 minutes earlier. A 17 year old boy, was shot three blocks away at 3.20. Uh, the teen was crossing the block of South Langley when he was shot. Uh, five people were shot, one fatally, on the city's south side overnight Sunday. The shooting happened in the Gresham neighborhood at 12.20 a.m. A 19-year-old woman shot three times, died. Uh, another victim, 17-year-old girls in serious condition. Another victim, including a 17-year-old boy, was shot and taken to the nearby hospital. Hours later. A man was shot to death. Oh, finally get to a, a grown-up. A 32-year-old man was shot to death in the Humboldt Park neighborhood. And they go through all the shootings. Here is a 17-year-old here. They go the, the age of most of them. Uh, early Sunday morning, a man 19 with gun, gunshot wound to the chest at 5.17 Adult. a.m. I guess, you know, the, the, I mean, this, this, I just went through a oh, boy 17. Um, I just went through the rundown. There was one person who wasn't a teenager. Uh, Marcus Pryor, who played basketball at Orr and was a prominent figure in a 2018 Fox documentary, Shot in the Dark, was shot and killed Friday. I did not see that uh, documentary, but apparently he was well known. Uh, he was 27, shot multiple times. Um uh, or basketball coach went down to see him. His mom called, said he was dead on the spot. It is, I mean, you read this, I recommend reading it because you hear it in passing or you see a tweet and you go, yeah, it's a crazy night, violent place. Last weekend, maybe we should have done it last weekend, Ironhead, 58 people were shot, eight fatally. So they're making progress. This weekend, it's only 45. Last weekend, 58. So this is every weekend in Chicago, our whatever it is, third biggest city. And you don't hear anything. You don't hear, you hear about, oh, alleged threats against the FBI. Merrick Garland, he said he's not going to stand for these threats against the FBI. What about threats against 14-year-old boys in Chicago? Shouldn't that be somebody's top priority? Shouldn't that be somebody's concern? Not one of them, as far as I can tell, killed with an AR-15. Not one of them killed by a guy in a MAGA hat or an ultra MAGA guy. It's all made up. It's all, they're lying to you. They're telling you the violence is all MAGA people. It's not, it's gangs, it's drugs. It's these 14 year old kids shot dead every damn weekend. And just their mother's cries are just ignored. BLM does not, does Ayanna Presley, you know what she'll say? Ayanna Presley, if you asked her about that, she'll say, must've been racist police. I mean, it's just, she, she'll, she'll talk about racist cops and racist judges. They don't give a damn about black kids in the inner city getting shot in, in, in record numbers. I recommend reading. There's a few other stories. ABC uh, seven has a good one and uh, they will do it every Monday. Cause it's just incredible that, that it just, just gets ignored. Even, you know, I'll watch Fox news tonight. I, maybe occasionally, you know, Tucker will do something on it, but for the most part, it's ignored more, more, much more attention to the fact that Alec Baldwin actually fired the bullet According to the FBI, <laughs> the FBI took a break from uh, harassing parents at school board meetings and searching Melania's underwear drawer to, uh, did they come up with a statement? I got the story here. This, according to the New York Post, uh, the headline is FBI report confirms Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger. <laughs> what, what, what? Who thought he didn't other than, I mean, who, who, who thought he didn't? I know he denied it, but he's a liar. 
It said the feds have all been concluded actor Alec Baldwin must have fired the weapon on the set of the movie Rust that killed cinematographer Halanya Hutchins. According to a bombshell report, according to an FBI forensic report obtained by ABC News, the gun delivering the fatal bullet on October 21st. (laughs) It's 10 months ago. (laughs) 10 months ago. Uh, Shooting in the New Mexico set could not be made to fire without a pull of the trigger. Baldwin, the star and producer of the film, claimed he believed he was handling a cold gun without live ammunition when it went off. The film's director was wounded. I didn't remember that. Joel Sousa was wounded. In an interview uh, with George Steffi Stephanopoulos, Albert Baldwin said, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger, which was silly at the time. And he was so arrogant. It was like, even, even though you got liberal privilege, even though you're famous, you gotta, you know, you gotta be held accountable for this. And maybe he will be. I mean, it is amazing. You know, I, I, I can't imagine that uh, any, anybody, any average person could shoot someone, even if it's by accident and don't spend a day in jail. You don't, you know, you don't get arrested 10 months later. How is that possible? I mean, he, he obviously should be arrested. Just a reminder that the cop in, was it St. Louis? The woman cop thought she used the taser, she used the gun. And this violent felon was trying to take off and she's tried to tase him. She pulled out the gun. She's doing hard time. I mean, sh- they wanted to put her away for 20 years. I think she's doing, I forget what it is, a couple of years. It was clearly an accident. She clearly yelled, taser, taser. And then she went, oh, no, I shot him. Clearly an accident. It was negligent. She deserves some punishment, some penalty. But what's the difference? Alec Baldwin was reckless. He shot someone. He killed her. How is he not being held accountable for this? All right. Let's, uh, let's get to this Globe story because, you know, we like to have a little levity on a Monday morning. This, well, and I'm forget, not lying we when also, I say I, I we also have a, a bunch of Kamala weirdness. <laughs> oh, that's right. We get Kamala. We could play the Kamala game. You could play the cut. And I swear it's like a minute long. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what she's talking about. You have no idea what the topic is. I think I sent you that one this morning. It goes on for a while. We'll get to it. But uh, that's true. That That is, it is weird and it is stupid. And she is just, you're, you know, we got a lot of, we got a lot of humor to get to this morning, but I confess I have not read the story because I don't read the globe and I don't subscribe and I can't even, usually I could do it on one of my devices. I think they've caught me. They've uh, caught on to me. Like I like to read Dan Shaughnessy. Usually I can't even do that anymore. I can't read the globe because they, it costs way too much. It's like, it's like a dollar for like a six year subscription, which is way too much. Uh, But I see the, I see the tweet and I, I retweeted it and just got a good chuckle, but, Here's, uh, you can put it up there if you got it. Here's the tweet from the Globe yesterday. This is just hilarious. They got a picture of Biden signing the uh, the boondoggle, the, you know, the, the bill to double the size of the IRS and audit all their enemies and raise taxes on everyone. That bill, he's signing it. He's got a bunch of, you know, Democrats around celebrating. And it says, Biden looks supercharged and Democrats have appropriated the imagery to celebrate a president suddenly rejuvenated heading toward the fall midterms. Now, while I, while I read the rest, why don't you show, show our viewers him trying to put his coat on. They want you to think the guy who can't put his coat on the guy who struggled walking up steps, the guy who can't read a teleprompter is ready for this quote, according to the Boston globe, a bit of a superhero. (laughs) Biden turns around his presidency with recent successes that buoy Democrats. Anyone who writes the word buoy Democrats. But the Boston Globe says Joe Biden, the buffoon who one year ago today set in motion the worst foreign policy decision in U.S. history, the fall of Kabul, left Americans behind, got got thousands of, of Afghans killed got 13 service members killed, handed 85 billion in weapons to the Taliban, our enemy. That guy, here he is. This guy is, quote, a bit of a superhero. I don't know. I generally think superheroes can put on sport coats. That's me. That's me. But uh, What's he wearing on his feet, is, by the way? He's got like army boots on. 
he's, he's got, those are prosthetics to help him stand straight. I don't know. Uh, can't put his coat on. His glasses fall off. He's wearing a mask outside. Even the Marines aren't wearing masks. Nobody is except Biden. But just that is uncomfortable to look at. We've seen thousands of examples of just how, how, how just feeble he is. That guy, that guy who can't put his glasses on and his sport coat on at the same time is a bit of a superhero according to the Boston Globe, in case you wondered what the Globe was up to. And they, you know, no one will even notice this. The Globe is so irrelevant. I wish they were more relevant because it's fun mocking them, but no one will even pick up on that. No one will even care. It's it's the Globe. It's just written off as a bunch of kooks up in Boston. But I I was going to get to Salman Rushdie, and, but uh, we don't have to do that. Well, let's get to... Let's get to um, Kamala because this this is hilarious. Um, I, you have two cuts from over the weekend, right? Three, three. I don't think you could tell what she's talking about in any of them. Uh uh-uh. No, the equity one is good. The equity one is amazing because it's the single dumbest thing. I don't know. Was that? Did I send you that this morning? She yes. talks about equity. Yep. But we don't. We don't have to get get to the longer one where she's babbling on and hold together, together with the arms waving. And you tell me, okay, we got lots of people here watching along, commenting. You tell me what the hell she's, what's the topic? Because usually, you know, your vice president makes a speech. It's about climate change or it's about whatever, affirmative action, abortion. She came to Boston just to celebrate the fact that we have lots of abortions up in Massachusetts. Usually, even though she's totally meandering and babbling, usually you kind of know what the topic is. Not this one. No, go ahead. We know that we really are quite behind in terms of maximizing our collective understanding about how we will engage on the technology of today (laughs) and what we can quickly and easily predict will be the technology over the next decades. So to maintain our position as the United States of America on this issue, it is critical that we work together to understand where we are to recognize and have the courage to speak truth about what is obsolete, and then to partner to ensure that we are speaking the same language with the same motivation, inspired by the opportunity of it all, but then doing the work of updating how we have been talking and thinking about our exploration in space. Is that... that, Oh, she said space. So we are space and technology, I guess, but... Is that written on the teleprompter? Is that, is that, I know every one of her aides and speechwriters quit in mm. frustration, but did someone type that thing on the teleprompter? Would she goes together, we do it together and the courage to go together. And you go, someone wrote those words for this brain dead moron. I mean, she's so dumb. It's just amazing that she, she's going to talk about technology and space exploration. That, that, I can't imagine her, you know, being able to find the item in the grocery store. She's so dumb. And she's going to tell us about space exploration. All right, what else we got from Kamala? Well, on the topic of space, we can just continue there because I enjoyed this one. There we go. With the exploration of space being defined in the 20th century, we know that living in this century, we must think about where we now stand and where we must go. So while it was defined quite well in the 20th century, the opportunity of space must guide our work in the 21st century. What? When she says the word opportunity, it's like she just discovered something new, like opportunity. Like she just learned the word and she wants to show off like she's a three-year-old opportunity. And you go, Oh, we know that word. Yeah. It's a big word, lots of syllables, but we are, we all know it. It's her, not that. Her favorite oh, move is so going, uh, her favorite thing is going here we are and here we must go. And like it's every speech has that in it somewhere. No, no, we must have the courage to know where we're going. The courage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, did, how did she ever, how, I, mean, I can imagine her getting hired, you know, as a cashier at Walmart. How did she get the job? How did she become a DA and a, a Senator? How did people vote? I know it's California, but who voted for this idiot? It's amazing. Uh, but 
that equity cut I want you to play because she says the dumbest thing ever and she doesn't even know it. She's reading the script and most Democrats heard it and they thought it sounded wonderful. But listen to this claim she makes. Do you have this cut? So when we talk about equality, well, that's a good goal. But let us not presume that because everyone should be treated equal, that they start out on equal footing. So equity, as a concept, says, recognize that everyone has the same capacity, but in order for them to have equal opportunity to reach that capacity, what we must pay attention to this issue of equity if we are to expect and allow people to compete. Oh, listen to that. Do you hear what you just said? Everyone has the same capacity, meaning like in the job market or at schools, everyone has the same capacity. No, that's not true. Some people are more talented. Some people are smarter. Some people are not as smart as she shows every time she talks. Everyone doesn't have the same, just the opposite. Everyone has different capacities. That's the whole flaw in this stupid equity argument that everyone has the same capacity since when? I mean, if they did, if everyone had your capacity, we'd, we wouldn't have invented the friggin' wheel yet. I mean, we needed people with superior capacities to get us where we are today in this, in this, in this world. I mean, the idea that everyone has the same capacity, I'm sorry. No, they don't. Certain people are doomed to be producers their whole life. <laughs> they're just not that bright. That's how it works. And some others get to be vice president, even though they're dumb as rocks. The way you can tell that she's bombing when she's talking is no one like applauds ever. Usually yeah, at those know, things, they, they clap and cheer and stuff. They don't no. know when to applaud. They don't know when to laugh. They don't know when she's serious and when she's, I mean, I, I'd love to be behind her and see if she's actually reading the words they type for her. Cause it's just so dumb. I mean, Oh my God, is she bad? But if a wave washes away little skinny, frail, sickly old Joe Biden today on Kiwa, if he's out there, you know, with Hunter and they're splashing in the surf, dad and son, and a big wave sucks him out to sea, that is your 47th president right there. Yeah, just- that is, let's, let's end on a scary thought. That is your president. If the man who had uh, two brain aneurysms, a man who's, had oily cancer from oily rain, asthma from oily rain, and COVID 17 times, if that guy doesn't make it two and a half more years, that is your president. And he's eating one of Hunter's LSD lollipops as we speak. <laughs> Hunter must just be sneaking in the other room, doing lines and yeah. smoking crack and drinking White Claws. And, and dad just, you know, just looks the other way as always. Yeah. Man, wouldn't you love to see... Hunter videotapes everything, right? Let's hope he videotaped this week on, on in Kiowa with dad, just hope he videotaped himself walking around naked, you know, with secret service guys everywhere. Hey, his father used to swim naked in front of female secret service agents. So it's a family thing. They love to be naked. They love to be naked. And sometimes, you know, they like to shower with their kids. Sometimes they like to go in the, those little pools at the rehab center naked and videotape themselves. They are a weird bunch. Hopefully we'll see some from Mont. You, you suck, Ironhead. You were supposed to get me done in under an hour. You failed. Yeah, we were just having so much fun with Kamala. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. There's a lot going on. It's a Monday. There's always a lot going on. And uh, but, uh, but we didn't do it again. But anyway, we are going to wrap it up right there. Uh, anything else important? That was good. I'm glad you didn't let me forget uh, Kamala. Uh, I didn't get to Akib Talib committing murder, which you said he did this morning. And I said, I'm not sure that's right. And it's not, it's his brother, right. but you're a dope. So I understand. And uh, those were the initial he, reports. <laughs> yeah. If that's his brother, he looks just like him. I could see someone screwing that up, but he was there though. He was there. He was there before we go. Let's a, re- a reminder about our coffee, which is continues to get rave reviews. Callahan coffee. That's our first branded product. If you tried it, you know how good it is. It's roasted locally in Waltham. It's a great way to support this show and get some great coffee. It makes great iced coffee in this summer as Mother Nature is angry with us. And you want to get make yourself a pot, put it in like a vacuum pack, like a mason jar, put it in the fridge. An hour later, you have superior iced coffee. But check out our coffee at CallahanCoffee.com. I don't want to say it's better than Mike Lindell's, but... 
I think it's better than Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell makes great slippers, but we have the best coffee. CallahanCoffee.com. All right, thanks to everyone for watching and listening and comment. Thanks to you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. The Master GOP stands on the side of the taxpayer, on the side of parents, and on the side of law enforcement. If your priorities align with ours, we need you to get out and vote Republican. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution. In these tough economic times, rely on 1AAuto.com. Save money and empower yourself. In good times and bad, get great prices. Watch 1A Auto's massive library of free how-to videos. Fix it yourself easy and fast with 1AAuto.com.